0: Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host, Dr. Tripp and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients. We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives.
1: In this show, we'll cover peer-reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted.
0: We also share professional experience we see in the field every day.
1: So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place.
0: Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast.
1: So I thought that since most people listening to this awesome and amazing podcast that we're launching, don't know who we are, don't know why we are or what infinite health is or how that got started, we could create an origin story. I mean, I think we can go briefly, like, on how we came to be, which would take us back to once upon a time long, long ago in 1998.
0: What, I was practicing medical oncology in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
1: And I was a grifter. (laughs) <laughs> who happened to know your it guy at right, the time right so i was dating an alcoholic with a lot of potential shout out to greg <laughs> right no greg wasn't the alcoholic with a lot of oh, no. You know. greg is the it was your it guy and but greg knew i was going through this ridiculous relationship and so he was like i got a doctor you should meet i think you'd have fun it wouldn't be anything long-term or serious, so you should just know that. He's a bachelor. But I, I think y'all might have a good time together. <laughs> so, and then after that conversation, I guess he created a situation where I was walking in to meet him for lunch. And as Greg and I were walking in, you and your buddy in full leathers, motorcycle leathers, I do <laughs> We're walking out. And so there was this brief introduction. And then I tried to engage you in a conversation.
0: And I was I, I was stunned, but really couldn't say much of anything. It was uh, quite well,
1: he flatlined I, the uh, attempt to have a conversation, is what you did. I, I asked you an open-ended question it, and he like gave a yes or no answer. So okay. it was just dead in the water from the get-go. But then after that I don't know how much time went between that time and the time I got the gumption up to call you.
0: It wasn't. It was the next day. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> it wasn't. In the week, but it wasn't the next day because that is not cool. And I'm cool. Next day. Or the I wouldn't have called you the day, next day. Maybe. Would have been within the week, but not the next day. Rules, dating rules 101. So anyway, I called the office because I was really frustrated with this other guy kept standing me up. And um, so on a random whim, I called. Your office and fully expecting to have to leave a message because it was in the middle of the day. You would have
0: been and, and my staff was instructed not to take personal calls or or people that we didn't know.
1: Yeah, but they put me right through.
0: Yes, I think there was. I think there was a revolution up front with one of the leading receptionists.
1: The universe was just working in my.
0: Betty was her name, I think. In my favor, Betty.
1: I don't know. Let's it's not it's drop names, anyway. <laughs> So they put me through, and I remember I was like, Hey, this is Lene. Greg introduced us the other day, and I was calling to see if you would like to go out sometime. And then, much to my chagrin, this one starts laughing. He starts laughing. And I'm I'm just like banging my head on the wall in front of me, going, Stupid, stupid, what were you thinking? Uh, Because I was 25, single mom, bouncing between jobs because I was too smart for all those stupid jobs I kept getting. And I'm calling this. MD, curing cancer. So anyway, after he gets done laughing, he says, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> Love to. Love to. Yeah. yeah. I was quite embarrassed.
1: You were embarrassed.
0: Well, yeah, I was, I was, well, I was stunned at the, when we met at the little grill there and intimidated by how pretty you were. And then the fact that, you know, you had, the fact you had called was just, and, and made it, and they passed, passed you through to the back was uh even more uh i had to say yes
1: thank god i would have died had you been like oh. and then i had to like then i had to prepare for the date <laughs> and then i'm like oh my god what am i gonna talk about with this guy but luckily luckily at that date you talked the whole time like i would because i'm really good at and i'm good at deflecting so i know how to yeah you know, i know people like to talk about themselves and i know how to ask open and
0: question open ended question
1: and so i got you to talk about yourself it took all the pressure off of me and it was great and then from there we just we had a date every day every day for like 6 weeks
0: i think was really
1: yeah yeah so that that's how we met and then dating was after 6 weeks it was not all fun and games i mean there were some struggles there but Fast forward to five years later, we finally got married, <laughs> and then just kind of like blowing through five years. But anyway, my stepfather at the time, when he learned that we were finally getting married, he came up to me and he had this stack like it was it was a good two to three feet stack of white three ring binders, and because he was managing, he had managed her oncology practice. And um, and so when he learned we were getting married, he saw the opportunity to dump on me. <laughs> and so he's like, here you go. I'm going back to New York. Good luck with that. And luckily, before we had gotten married, though, I, you know, I had been in insurance sales, retail sales. I had gotten my legal certificate and had managed a couple of crazy lawyers down there in Florida for a while. So I you knew how to run an office more or less. Um. Although an oncology practice has its particular nuances, it's not run like any other medical practice at all. So for two years, I pretended I I knew knew here and got away with that. Before I went to law school, right, and then in that transition, while I'm at law school, second year started at Tulane in New Orleans. Meanwhile, you developed an oncology department with a multi-specialty group in Lake Charles, Louisiana. So we left Tennessee and ended up in Louisiana in around 2006, 2007, where you were building that practice and was amazingly successful, <laughs> zero to profitable in, what, under six months, <laughs> and did that for a couple of
0: years. Yeah, that was I was working for three to three and a half oncologists.
1: You were producing at the level of larger, three I, yeah. three
0: and a half i'll call it Yeah.
1: but let's go back a little bit because henry our oldest son was born in 2005.
0: yes i was taking care of henry while she was in law school son
1: was it <laughs> although mr mom it's not here yeah no, not no, your calling at all no. um bless your heart <laughs> so okay so we got married in 2003 henry was born in 2005. i started law school in 2006. Mm-hmm. It took you about a year to get your medical license in Louisiana, and, mm-hmm. and so you you were playing Mr. Mom at that time. But prior to that, when we found out we were going to have Henry, I think is when you really got interested on a personal level in some of these, let's say, their anti-aging kind of modalities, modality.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think Henry's conception and uh, the fact that. Of- I turned fifty years old at the same time was was uh, kind of an eye opener for me and and I really thought that at that point well I needed to do something to maintain my health and and stay you know vibrant and healthy until uh, my kids were grown through college at least and that and I was thinking wow this is uh, this is a big change so I started looking at the the good information on uh, on longevity and. Uh, the information that was available at the time, which wasn't a lot, but aggressively pursued uh, wellness pathways and and those things. And basically, at that point in time, uh, as we moved into uh, Louisiana, I started incorporating some of that uh, knowledge base with uh, my oncology patients, which uh, had uh, some uh, really amazing, uh, amazingly positive results on on their sense of well-being and their uh, their ability to tolerate. Therapy and and those things. So uh, it, uh, I already had been putting it to use, uh, even in in my oncology practice. And I think going from oncology to to moving into integrative medicine was uh, not so much a challenge, but uh, really a a natural evolution for us. Although there were some intercurrent issues there with uh, the changing of reimbursement for oncologists and our ability to. Actually, pay for chemotherapy drugs. The advent of Obamacare and and those things changed the the independent practitioner's ability to really make a go of it. Um,
1: As I recall, mm-hmm. uh, we we were actually going deeper and deeper into debt because you were bless your heart subsidizing cancer care, and I was not willing to continue down that vein. And guys like you, because of those um, reimbursement changes on the national level. And us particular, because we had some challenges on a local level, but guys like you were either retiring early or going and getting jobs with larger institutions
0: hospitals, which is the current motive kind of the yeah model at but this point,
1: practice at this juncture. You were not in this in the multi-specialty clinic anymore. We were on our own mm-hmm. and um sitting between two competing local hospitals and m d Anderson. so there was out-migration.
0: And And the hospitals had basically at that point bought the vast majority of the uh, independent practitioners and incorporated them into their palette, so to speak, of practitioners to feed their own oncologists. So
1: And so I tried to get you jobs. I got you really good. And like I I had good offers. I really did. But he wouldn't take any of them because he knows his worth. But it wasn't a sustainable business model anymore. Mm -hmm. And so... I remember I asked you. I was like, "What is it you really love to do?" And your answer to that was, "Well, I really love to help my patients live longer." And I don't like divine, intelligence, like I don't know. But I was like, "Okay, well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna because you
0: won't get a job. We're going to going to divorce you if you if you spend any more money (laughs) chemotherapy." It's about it too.
1: Yeah. So what we ended up doing was baby stepping out of medical oncology care and baby-stepping into integrative approaches. Mm-hmm. And with the parameter of what we, the modalities we brought in had to be peer-reviewed and evidence-based. Correct. Yeah. I and know. so kind of evolutionary, we developed protocols for what we call a four-pillar or a multi-pillar approach to health optimization, age reversal, and then we brought in regenerative medicine modalities And that's kind of how infinite, that's how we got together. And that's how Infinite Health was born. Mm -hmm. And so that was in 2013. And so we transitioned in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and around 2017, because I just love Lake Charles so much. We opened up a practice in New Orleans very um, organically and um, cautiously again. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've been in New Orleans since about 2017 and rocking and rolling ever since.
0: Yeah. I think uh, also, I mean, since you finished law school at Tulane, that that was, a uh, you had friends here and that was uh that was a, a kind of a little attraction as opposed to being there in Lake Charles. I'll, I'll stop there.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, my, my vibe is much of a, much more of a New Orleanian vibe, mm-hmm. I guess. So listeners, that's who we are and how we came to be and what we do. And Infinite Health has been helping people across the nation live longer, healthier,
0: happier lives. I think just as a as a philosophical point from from the developmental stages uh, early on that four pillars approach uh, really evolved with the advent of, of me going and doing the the regenerative thing and, and getting much more into the getting much more into stem cell stem cells and their derivatives and using them to enhance the approach, which has been really phenomenally successful with a number of patients. And it really is very gratifying to to actually see those results and the impact it has on the quality of life and the the overall uh, ability of patients who have multiple degenerative uh, processes and or sometimes even debilitating musculoskeletal problems to achieve, once again, a very active life and do things that they they used to be doing and and how they conceived their their lives and I think thinking about the that conception the mind body component of our of the practices is, is truly a, a derivative that I I, I credit Lene for uh, for stimulating my interest there because I think during some of those challenging times that we were having uh, in uh, Lake Charles we uh, she became more interested in in a number of Issues that I actually kind of followed uh, followed along with, and and actually helped uh, helped us create the pathway that we use for our mind body program, which is has had amazing success with our participant patient clientele. It's really really interesting. So that's been uh, a real real gratifying uh, component of the practice. Also, is to see the the ability of our patients, uh, even though sophisticated or not, they as they go through this book, it's it's our book, which was actually uh, started out with uh, just some some uh, handouts that I was giving the patients based on the uh, principles of these universal laws and uh, the results that uh, just being the patient becoming mindful of what they want to create with their health, it just has sort a of transformational benefit on the outcomes and what they can truly achieve.
1: Yeah, and I will definitely touch on more about that component in another episode. So we're going to have a great time because we're going to be talking about patient success stories and maybe some, you know, unsuccessful patient stories Um, because not everybody is successful. Some of those modalities that we utilize, what we've seen across both the age reversal modalities, some cell modalities, but also, you know, we'll talk about nutrition and hormones and physical fitness, and we'll talk about the book, our mind-body coaching program, which is called Think and Live Longer, and is available on Amazon. So, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, right.
1: so definitely want to be tuning, and we're going to, you know, we've got a wealth of practical, clinical application results to share to you, that you can take anywhere you are and start applying them into your goals for achieving success in health. So. Thank you so much for your time. My name is Lynnae.
0: I'm Dr. Tripp.
1: And until next time.
0: Thanks for subscribing to Your Infinite Health. I'm Dr. Tripp.
1: And I'm Linnae. Until next time, feel it, look it, and live it.